You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. Your favorite black reality TV shit-talking podcast. I am one-third of your host, Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. I am the Michelle of the Destiny's Dragons, and I will pass it on over to Kelly. Hello, everybody. It's Candice. You know me on all social media. It's not so newly at PC. And London's mom. And we're going to get some dragon done today, so I'm going to throw it on over to Beyonce. What up, y'all? Curtis in the building. Happy to be here. Happy to be in charge. I feel like it is what I meant to do. So, speaking of being in charge, let me get some announcements out of the way really quick. Uh, the live show. So, we're still working on the live show. Um, it may end up being in Atlanta, depending on how things go. We'll see. Stay tuned. And if you want to know a little bit more about what's going on and why we don't have a set venue even though we made the announcement then you need to become a patreon subscriber at the ten dollar level because the upcoming episode of the weekly wind down we get right into the shit <laughs> and candace and i spent a good what at least 20 minutes dragging these venues mm. and they shitty business practices playing in y'all face i mean yes for lack of a better term so we're working on that. We're going to try to get that situated. Uh, if you have any leads on a venue that is affordable for a small live show like we're trying to do, feel free to send that to us. If you know someone that can make banners and things of that nature for like photo opportunities and stuff like that, let us know. We try to patronize someone local if we happen to be in Atlanta just you know if you have some connects that and you want to try to help us out with this then feel free to reach out to myself or candace or on the uh network pages directly and the last thing someone tweeted just a couple of days ago actually on the ratchet ramblings twitter and they were like hey man i want to sound off and da 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 so i'm gonna put the question out there do y'all think that that's something that we should do should we add something I don't know where, but, you know, have a number or something for y'all to be able to call in and get rants off your spirit. Let us know if that's something that you would be interested in and not just that you interested in, but we need some people that's actually interested in participating. Because if all of y'all be like, yeah, I want to hear it, but no, nobody want to actually call in. It's going to defeat the purpose. So we need some action. <laughs> so, like I said, if y'all are interested in that, let us know. And that is it. So let's get into the usual shit. And we're actually, the lineup is a little different because you know that we kind of order the shows and least interesting to most, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Mm. So we're yeah, starting off it. with Black Ink Crew Chicago this week because, girl, what the fuck was that? Mm. Um, Big Fish, y'all could have took a fucking break. Y'all could have took a week off, but y'all didn't have to play in our face with this. 
Uh, yes, Myrtle Beach is beautiful, but I don't need to see you motherfuckers going on trips to places where I can afford. <laughs> I don't. Step it up, okay? That's the real. That's the real. Right, because my current husband was living in Myrtle Beach when we started dating, and I didn't been there a million times, and it was like if y'all gonna be that cheap, just don't do no trip. Y'all could have just had Neek playing something for Charmaine in Chicago. Pretty much. Don't nobody want to be proposed to in no motherfucking Myrtle Beach or no animal habitat. <laughs> no the plantation. Fuck with you, that shit was ridiculous and useless. But how does Bella still have a job? Bella will be fired. Why is Bella? Listen. And not only did she, not only is she stupid, she's a coward. Because she sat there and told bits and pieces of how Evanita and that bullshit came to be. You invited Evanita. Lily couldn't invite a nasty single motherfucker to a location where she's fired from. She wasn't even fucking there. So how did she invite Evanita to some shit she didn't even come to and crash? You invited that fucking girl. You were being you were being messy. You let Lily put that battery in your back, and you kicked up. All that shit. Well, you could have like, just girl. sat there and minded your fucking business. But f- talking about you tired of being an outsider, you gonna continue to be an outsider when you being a messy bitch? I don't give a fuck how much I don't like Charmaine. I'm not about to sit up and cackle with my motherfucking, the bitch that my uh, boss uh, smashed down in Vegas who keep trying to ruin his goddamn life. First of all, I'm not finna be kicking with a motherfucker that knocked chicken out my goddamn hand. That's number I'm one. I'm not about to. Uh, I'm not about to ever get in. I'm not about to go nowhere with no bitch named Evanita. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Okay. Ooh. I'm not about to do it. And no offense to all of you gals out there who have been named after y'all daddies, but I don't want to be friends with you. Mm. Come on, gals. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be friends with, with women who had a daddy's first name with an Eda or an Etta on the end of it. <laughs> Leave I mean, that, us alone, Evanita. That ain't nothing but self-preservation because all of them still. And Bella, you should have been fired. But whatever. Cool. Nick and Charmaine. I, wait, I don't know... Whose dick Charmaine sucked to get Neek a bigger role on the show this season, but it's not needed. Let me just say that. <laughs> Especially when we don't care. We don't need it. We do not. We do not need it. I'm not saying like he's not a good boyfriend because he seems to love the fuck out of Charmaine and Charmaine seems to love the fuck out of him. But I just don't need to see Neek on the show. He don't tattoo. He don't be at the shop. He don't really want Charmaine at the shop. Why are you here? Why is he here on Black Ink Chicago? Important question. And then he lying and playing nice and inviting her friends to Myrtle Beach so he could propose. He you he don't even like you motherfuckers for real. <laughs> and that was if the had- weirdest shit too because it's it's like you invited all these people here and made it perfectly obvious what it is that you're doing. What was the point of that? Why make it a surprise trip if you was just going to make it so fucking obvious what you're trying to do? Mm-hmm. When they asked him, what's your plan for when everybody, when you show up and she see everybody from Nine Mag there? And he said, he was looking fucking stupid. And I'm just like... Like a deer in headlights. 
Also, who the fuck goes to Myrtle Beach in the winter? Mm. These idiots. Some bozos. Who does that? And I'm going to be honest. Very rarely is it cold in Myrtle Beach. So when they talking about it's cold, it might have been like 40 or 50 degrees. Y'all from Chicago. Y'all should be used to much, much worse in terms of weather. Mm. It literally snows in Myrtle Beach once every several years. Mm. Yeah, I and the whole city shut down. Yeah, I just chalked that up to them being performative for the cameras and shit. It didn't even look cold out there, goddammit. I was like, you know what? Okay, enough is enough. Really, it was. And then, why would y'all go in that store? I got it. <laughs> More performing. Yeah. More performing, and uh, you know what? Y'all didn't have to put that black woman on TV. I was like, why would they do that to her? Why did you do that, Sharon? Why? She need that. She need her paycheck. She trying to get her coins the best way she know how. You have absolutely no reason to film her and be trying to embarrass her. Like, well, I feel sorry for you working here. Shut up. I mean, I feel sorry for them because they bozo. So she getting a she getting a steady check. Y'all on TV TV looking the fuck stupid. So who really needs to be feast? Who really needs to be feeling sorry for who? Exactly. And then Van gonna give her that tacky ass Chicago really jacket. Talk about know that sh- with pride, boy. I know that shit smell like funyuns. A spit. I wish somebody would get. I wish. I wish I would get something from Van. I was like, Van "Sir, this is like he stink. He look like he stink. You look like you stink." Correct. You pudgy bitch. You look like you just stink. You ugly and stupid. However, um, I would like you kicked off the show. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I hate when you have a good idea and then I gotta admit, like, damn, that was a good idea. <laughs> so to avoid having to be like damn that's a good idea you just don't need to be on the show no fucking more uh the plantation the best part of this episode was the plantation visit um i can't stand when people be like oh why would we visit a plantation a lot of you motherfuckers don't know your history don't know mm. where you came from don't truly know about slavery don't know how um devastating it was to Africans who were brought over. Y'all don't really know shit, but always got the most to say. I appreciated Don being very honest, and and this is a jab at we are not our grandparents uh, folks on across social media. Don said out his mouth, I would not have survived slavery. I would not have made it. I am not that strong. Mm. And the truth is, a lot of us ain't. I know because I, I know I would have been crying myself to sleep. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Just the thought of being beat, being raped, having your kids taken from you, ha- having to know that they was raping your daughters and you couldn't do anything about it. And when that lady said that slaves hand dug that canal and they only had a life expectancy of two to five years, I was like, wow. Oof. And they were living 14 to 20 in a cabin. 
Could not do it. Man, you fat funky bitch. That was a great idea. (laughs) And it's just the fact that it was Van. Yeah, like I wish Ryan had suggested it. (laughs) Ryan seemed like he was on autopilot the whole time. So, and I don't blame him. Ryan Ryan just there so he don't get fined. You could tell he don't fuck with them. Yep. Yeah. Charmaine mm-hmm. talking about I like your hair like this, Ryan. How how long had it been since you seen Ryan? Because Ryan hair been like that for a long fucking time now. That was the first thing that came to my mind when she said that. But then again, it's Charmaine. We know she a goddamn goofy, so. Mm-hmm. And here come Bella, desperate ass, showing up on this trip, and Danielle talking <laughs> about. Well, I didn't say she could come, but I didn't say she couldn't. But I appreciate, I don't appreciate it. Fuck you, Bella, because you wouldn't have had to, like, I almost caught myself being gracious, but fuck you, you don't deserve grace. You wouldn't have to be apologizing if you would mind your fucking business and raise your fucking child. Mm. If you kept your nose out of other motherfuckers' business, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be apologizing. Furthermore, you are very fucking creepy bringing up Van's dick after it was alleged that he and Charmaine fuck like you one of those goofy, stupid, idiotic bitches who don't know how to read a room and read the energy. Mm. Well, I, she barely know how to read, but that was wrong. That's true. That's yeah. true. And this is why you be winning uh polls and shit because that subtle shade shadiness jumped out. Well, I didn't lie. Cause she do look like she needs some, my baby can read flashcards. <laughs> my bozo can read. <laughs> <laughs> my broke Bella can't <laughs> uh, and then for, okay everything about Jen annoys me her whole aura is annoying her whole aura is annoying and sadly it, sadly it took Van getting caught cheating 87 times before he was like you know what I'm gonna treat this bitch right like a typical he's seen the he seemed to be trying to have a healthier relationship with Jen. The motherfucker ain't out there being mixy. He ain't out there getting super fucking toe up. He took his fat ass in there, laid down, and went to sleep. And here come this bozo-ass bitch looking the way that she looked. Because, Jen, you too have an Ashley-type face, mm. if we are to be very honest about it. Mm. But I guess you, I guess you decent from the neck down, so... It's whatever. I mean, I guess the bitch looked like a giraffe, but whatever. Go ahead. You can bring your ass in there trying to pick an argument with a sleep man who ain't doing nothing. You ain't happy now, to see you, me? No, bitch. Now, I'm if he was out there in that living room getting twerked on, you would have lost your whole fucking cool. Mm. You ain't happy to see me? It's just us. Why you ain't telling me you was going to the plantation? Bitch, shut up. <laughs> you got a plantation mentality, bitch. Mm. Enslaved by some short fat dick. Ooh, Leave us good. alone. Then you had the motherfucking audacity to bring Nikki with you. Yes, I know Ford cheated on Nikki, but when she decided to end it, bitches end it. Stop breaking up with motherfuckers and then trying to keep in contact with them. It don't work like that. Move mm. on. Not only did you break up with them. You made sure everybody in their mama on social media knew you were single. You've been fucking 50 Cent. You done moved your ass to Atlanta. Why are you trying to have a conversation with this man? Leave him alone. 
because you definitely already left them alone. And I, and I, and I'm not even faulting you for that. Same. You did what you had to do, but stick to it. Stop trying to jump in and out this man's life, especially when his mental health is just now starting to go back on the incline. Stop trying to jump in and out of his life. Leave him alone. Allow him to heal. You have moved on. He had moved on. Where the fuck? Listen, when Sophie tried to act like she wouldn't fuck C's, I was like, girl. I know you fucking lying. Because let me tell you something. I was like, who the fuck is Sophie the body? Then I was like, oh, that bitch. No, you know what got me when she basically was like, you know, check my resume. And it's like, girl, weren't you just fucking, what's his name? James R. Lame? Whatever, right. whatever oh, yeah. that nigga's yep. name was from Love and Hip Hop New York, that lame mm-hmm. ass light skinned nigga, like girl, we right. see, we've yeah. seen your track record, and guess what? It's blotted. Mm-hmm. It, her resume is lame, just like she is, cause what? She was a lame on Love and Hip Hop New York. Cause C's ain't shit, but he definitely has built a lot more for himself than that nigga that you was uh, being a side bitch to. Mm. And about to get beat up by Mariah Lynn over. Mm-hmm. Which is sad in itself, cause girl. Cause girl, you running through these franchises, mm-hmm. and they see you. You visible. Cause everybody was like, "Don't we know you from somewhere?" Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. C's talking about. I would never. You would never what? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we know. saw what you was willing to do. Mm-hmm. Girl, and then, then then they they rolled the bean footage back too, didn't? They? Yes. Mm. And let's let's be honest. I I googled it real quick because when the journalism jump out, I'm trying to jump in. Currently, he's <laughs> worth about three million dollars for a nigga from the projects of New York somewhere. That ain't real. That ain't bad at fucking all. We don't know what the fuck James R do besides lie. Mm. So don't don't like do it, bitch. I you know I don't. We don't fuck with these here as well but i don't like when you non-black bitches try it like that i would never why wouldn't you because you on this motherfucking episode looking real homely and not only that but you say you never but we have the bean footage that you have and not only that girl you talking about you would never with c's before motherfucking ass be blowing blowing bags left and right listen <laughs> So I say that to say this, girl, shut the fuck up. And then here come it, here come Nikki sounding jealous. Oh, Sophie, who are you? Where'd you come from? Why matter, bitch? Mm. Y'all not together. I do appreciate Forrest's growth and going to have that conversation with Nikki and being honest and saying, hey, you left me. I didn't fucking want to talk to you. While I'm having a mental breakdown. No, I don't want to call you. No, I don't want to. And then he he said it, but didn't say it. He basically alluded to the fact that she reached out to him for clout. Which I agree with. Because you had his fucking number. You didn't have to leave no messages on fucking Instagram. You had a direct line of communication to that man. If you were actually concerned. Fuck you. And then she gonna say, oh, I blocked you because I think you still want me. And Ford was like, I got love for you, but I, bitch, I don't want you. Listen, we seen what Ford Dick looked like. Okay? 
seen it. That motherfucker down to his ankle, swinging like a clock pendulum. Seen it. You not the only fish in the fucking sea that that like big dick, and this bitch is out there freakier than you. Cause he damn sure be talking. He, for the one to say he like getting his asshole, hey, right? Yeah. Listen, it's bitches out there that's as fine as you or finer and as freaky as you and freakier that will make sure that four don't need for nothing. Don't don't play yourself like that. And like four said, he just hate that he fucked up and ruined the friendship aspect of it because he did love having her as a friend. And if he could change it, that's the one thing he would change is not doing something that would ruin their friendship. But otherwise, girl, you can go sit down, too. You can have a few seats. So, like, get a grip, please. Yeah, I appreciated him not being a typical nigga and not taking any accountability at all. Because he did take some accountability, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. And then in the previews for next week, I guess it's when this engagement that we truly do not care about is going to happen. And Charmaine's parents will be there. And the Black Ink niggas and niggers will be there. Uh, and uh, shit look like it's about to get real heavy because it looks like Ryan is tired of having to deal with the repercussions of the poor leadership at Old Nine Mag, and he looked like he finna shut that shit down. Mm. That's all I got. It was dry, big yeah. fish. You played in our face like you was Mona Scott Young. Mm. Speaking of Mona Scott Young, we finna roll on over. To love and hip hop, Michelle, come get your show. Thank God it's over. <laughs> Segway Jones. Um, this this will be real brief. I only have a couple of things to say. Um, <clears throat> let's start here because I told my friends I had a, a dragon in my spirit, and like I said, it's a reunion, so we don't really need to go in order. Um, Kirk and Rashida, I just want to say fuck y'all because. First of all, Nina Parker asking the hard-hitting questions that we have been asking is in that why are y'all trying to make it seem like Kirk is father of the year and Jasmine is such a bad mother when Jasmine alluded to like Kirk and and by extension Rashida only come and try to play daddy of the year and stepmama of the year for the camera time. And first thing out Rashida got damn mouth is like, oh, that's a lie. Kirk be around his son more than that and she needs to understand. First of all, I didn't like how y'all I, first of all, I didn't like how they were discussing Jasmine, but Jasmine was not present at the reunion. Yes. That's and then yes. two and then two, first of all <clears throat> let me sit up in my jorts. <clears throat> you really got on jorts? No. <laughs> oh, thank God. My God. Uh, that was just for that was just for a fake friend. That was um, for a fake. Okay, my bad. Yeah. I ruined that. But the next time it roll around. It's fine. It's fine. Players fuck up. Let me let me stand up in, in my niggydom real quick. Let me tell you something. The fact that y'all discussing this woman <clears throat> calling her a liar, saying that the the nerve of Rashida to be like, you had an you had something with a married man and you, it's not gonna be how it was. And Kurt talking about you, I'm th- she, Jasmine must think that we in a relationship. Now, nigga, you was in a relationship with her, and your wife fucked it up. You goddamn idiot. 
you need to revel in that. You was in love with Jasmine. Jasmine was, was a better bitch to you than than um than Boshita was, and you're mad about it, and you got a kid. Okay, cool. Take care of that motherfucker because you're not gonna sit here and tell me and get me to believe that you have been. Now I will say that y'all did put a little bit of bullshit when Cannon uh, first came around, and he's seeing you that wasn't the first time you don't see him i would give you that y'all did play in our face with that but you're not finna tell me you've been seeing that that little boy and being father to you when your bum ass goddamn wife the first thing she seen in a text message between you and jasmine and then it's for world war fucking three play with somebody else don't play with me hey i'm just saying the fact that y'all have Again, the fact that y'all have been constantly bothering Jasmine, and I know, I, I know, you know. Hold on, friend. Let me stop you, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. You have put on your dragon pantaloons because I had the same thoughts. Take Wait. like I appreciate you taking me to church about Kirk and Rashida because they are full of fucking shit. Full of shit. Full of performance, Supreme. and Kirk look like shit. Rashida, you are one basic ass bitch Mm. and nobody wants advice from anything regarding life kids love music nothing bitch you just keep being the wife that got cheated on several times and had a and her husband had a baby with a fucking stripper and the fact that y'all keep bothering mm. Jasmine. Like, Jasmine don't bother y'all. She mind her business. I know she got to wear her scarlet letter for sleeping with a married man. I get it. I understand. I understand Bible-thumping uh, wife Twitter has a very, a very, very big problem with mistresses. I get it. I hear you. But at the same time, fuck that shit. Jasmine don't bother y'all. Jasmine just take care of her, her son. She seems like a damn good mother from all intents and purposes. And y'all just wanted to use her and Cannon for Clout to seem like a good couple on this show. And fuck y'all. Not fuck to Kurt. be funny, y'all didn't have no fucking storyline without Jasmine and Cannon. Mm. Y'all really have nothing going on. Don't y'all opened want- up that bullshit ass dots that's dressed up as a fucking press in Houston mm. last season but y'all really have not had no storyline out that doesn't involve Jasmine and Cannon mm. so I really did not understand y'all not allowing that girl to come on this reunion and, and speak her truth and give her side of things because Kirk is a known fucking liar so to sit up there and act like his word is bond fuck y'all bitch especially Rashida fuck you Cause that nigga lies to you with a straight fucking face. That nigga lied to you all. Was it last season or the season before? All seasons, literally all, all every season. That nigga lied to you that whole fucking season about not knowing Jasmine and that shit was a rumor and she trying to pin it on you, but you don't believe it. You are a compulsive fucking liar. As as this dumb bitch Carly Red said, you are a hypothetical. Ledger. You're a fucking liar. And Rashida, you are a basic bitch. Now fuck y'all. And niggas, and niggas will unveil crow them motherfucking sideburns from the from your fucking head. Mm. You hairy goat face bitch. Oh, clip on sideburns, but I'm supposed to believe what the fuck you say. Girl, fuck you. Anyway, speaking of a girl, fuck you. Um, also a fuck you to Pooh and <sighs> Deadbeat V. Uh, let me say this: I 
I've made jokes about I've made jokes about Shekinah, and I, I stand behind all of them. But I really don't have that much of an issue with Shekinah other than other than her teeth. But <laughs> I appreciated Shekinah paying Pooh and Altball B dust because they really don't have no ish, no reason to be really mad. I ain't gonna lie, Pooh did drag Shekinah. <laughs> she said, "You ain't no, you ugly, you fat, you built." Bad, you look uncomfortable. I was like, God damn. But she kind of ate that. She was like, Okay, girl, whatever, old bitch. I ain't finna. I argue. mean, it, she got her, but I mean, if you pay it dust, then I mean, honestly, I mean, at the end of the day, it's poo. So, I mean, who really gets the last laugh? Yeah. The last laugh or the last wig, you know, give or take. I mean, I'm gonna be honest about it. Number one, I didn't watch the whole episode because I don't care about Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. But I did watch that little bit and I did watch um, another part we haven't gotten to yet. But while I do agree with what Candace said, I also have to say I, I just can't take a bitch that look like Pooh serious. Like you look like Tisha Campbell with a Barbie filter on. I don't mm. have nothing for you, little shop of horrors. I have nothing for you. You can say whatever the fuck you want to. I don't give a hot damn because look at you. You a hot mess. You a liar. And then, bitch, why the... F- <clears throat> Jesus. Say it. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. You nasty McBitch. <laughs> why? At any point in the episode were their panties on the fucking floor of the stage? And like Nina said, why do you always have a prop? What is wrong with you? Why do you think we care about your bras, your titties, your panties? We don't give a fuck about none of that, girl. The fact that you can't make your points and go on with your life without constantly throwing soiled unmentionables around is a fucking nightmare. You are a nightmare, girl. Right. And I need you to know that. Never mind your face. Now, like I said in the pregame, I will say, I mean, you a liar and you got a lot of things wrong with you physically and otherwise. But it does appear that Hiram gives you a nice salary or a nice um, allowance because KK snatched that wig with the strength. But a house, you a house cat. KK (laughs) snatched that wig with the strength of a thousand Harriet Tubman's and it didn't go nowhere. It didn't move. So I'll give you that. You got a good installation. Now it's installed on a dumbass head, but I mean that's besides the point. You know, most hairdressers don't care about where the coin come from, right? But and my thing with that also is you just got yoked up. If that don't teach you to shut the fuck up about stuff that don't concern you, then I don't know what will. I'm gonna be quite honest with that. Because she an old bitch that don't have no life and just want to stay in mess. Clearly. And where Hiram at? Why he ain't come not to on this fucking show? Well, you ain't. He his... don't want to come on this show line for you. Cause mm. I was gonna say you ain't his wife, so he really don't have no obligations. <laughs> 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 he probably got a wife. Have we mm. talked about that? <laughs> no, we haven't. We, we, we haven't discuss? talked about the fact that he might, who might actually be for uh, a twenty-year sad bitch. Yes, I just thought about what that. Reason, <laughs> what reason? do they have for them to not have been married? Well, something in the milk is not clean because I do not, like Pooh's daughters, I don't believe they are with Hiram either. So that's the other thing. So it ain't no telling how they got together. Well, 
I take that back. Sierra called her an old stripping ass bitch. So she was probably selling ass and selling pussy and shaking ass. And I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. But living, walking your truth, honey. Stop trying to act like you some prim and proper kept wife when you are nothing more than his longtime roommate who he has threesomes with. Like I told you last week, bitch, if we want lessons on how to be a a house cat, we'll come to you and talk to you. But you did all that grandstanding about being a wife and this, that, and the third, and you are no more a wife than some of them other women up on that stage. Mm. But you are forever a jump off. Like, you really just something that Hiram has been sticking his dick in for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And Botox, <laughs> and Botox, and saline, and uh, mm-hmm. and even though he'll bozo scrap said that like Pooh been talking shit to all the women on this cast, he's su- it's a surprise that it took KK to snatch the fuck who the fuck up. It's not a surprise because no no other woman on that cast is throwing hands. Not none that's of true. Them. Valerie ain't thrown thrown nothing but her weight. <laughs> and she should throw that in the gym. Never mind. Tokyo, <laughs> Tokyo, need too. To waste away, too, bitch. I will say this though, <laughs> I feel like Tokyo would throw hands, but she too big and slow, so she can't never get there in time. But I'm waiting for the day that they slip up and they and she she gotta catch a motherfucker unawares. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. gotta do like KK. You can't make it obvious what you' about to do. Cause KK did that shit, slick down motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, she, means- she had no remorse for poor Monique sitting there screaming like a little chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> she talk, oh, I'm going to go get another breast augmentation. It's fine. Is it, girl? Because you were mm. sounding like you was two steps away from death <laughs> when mm. KK had that grip on that wig. Yeah, she didn't I, let go evil. Shit. And the, it looked like your titties got all caught up in the mix, too. Like, girl. Mm. Let me tell you something, though. But Karen's wig snatching king, I have to give Listen. you your props on that. Because, mama, that shit was so motherfucking slick. Mm-hmm. Karen King is the original 27 felonies and beat them all. <laughs> okay? <laughs> the original, that's right, Boogie, the original 27 felonies, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. And she had a point because I would have snatched the bitch, too. If yeah. you want to throw shade, bitch, throw shade. But don't throw shade where my kids is involved, bitch, because my kids ain't never said a word in your fucking direction. Right. And it was and something that, the- like, like, it wasn't even necessary. Like, Scrap is saying that Carly, you know, reached out to him when he was locked up and shit. Like, that was a that was a nice moment. You didn't need to sell it that by saying she was trying to fuck young girl. Don't nobody care. You deserve that dragon, Pooh. And that's why your name Pooh, you act like Pooh, you look like Pooh, you just a Pooh-ish, shitty-ass bitch. And you deserve that weird snatch and, and a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, your vendetta against Carly not wanting to be your friend when everything Carly has said about you, you've proven to be true. You messy, you weird, you don't know how to leave motherfuckers alone when they don't want to be bothered, you can't hold fucking water, water that's what i'm saying boogies crazy yeah i just i it was just weird like oh and was and you was fucking him too like why does it matter you got three kids 
Allegedly. Did you know more about yeah, allegedly. But you got and you love to have threesomes and you've been a stripper and you used to sell pussy. You know more about fucking than anybody on that fucking stage. Get a grip. Get over it. Carly don't want to be your friend, bitch. You just lost your threesome partner. Yeah. Call it a day. And Carly, bitch. Stop girl, all that crying. No, stop all that lying. That too. Fuck all that crying. Stop all that lying. Deception was indicated in every motherfucking question you answered. You fucked Pooh and her husband, and that's not the end of the world. Nope. And apparently boo-booed on her sheets. Mm. I mean... Yeah, yeah, sorry. Well... <laughs> Come on with it. Come I on mean, with it. On the one hand, yuck. It, you deserve to be shamed. But on the other hand, it's like, I mean, the people in the know, like, when you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, <And> yeah, me. <laughs> anal sex is hazardous. So it's, it's, just, uh, I, yeah, it's like, on the one hand, like, I, I do take away from you because you Carly Red, But on the other hand, I can sympathize to a degree. Let me let me be clear. <laughs> OK, because <laughs> I don't care who involved. I ain't boo booing on nobody's sheets, but that's it ain't about me. But what I am saying is shit happened. And that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> that's there not it what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely not what I'm doing. <laughs> You're doing amazing, friends. Doing amazing. <laughs> Listen, I also, Moniz, girl, you got your ass on that stage with all them crocodile tears. I will never put myself in a position for a man to just discard me. Bitch, you was mad that he was being a father to his goddamn kids. What more did you want him to say? Just because you a deadbeat ass mammy don't mean everybody going to be a deadbeat ass parent. That's you and Akbar V struggle to handle. That man got his ass out of jail, got his shit together, and went and got his fucking kids. And if you couldn't get in where you fucking fit in, then you needed to do exactly what the fuck you did. Take your ass back to AD goofy ass and play house with her. Because ain't We're nobody not- finna kiss your ass to get along with you, bitch. You and them old uh, lopsided titties. Well, not all, not only that, but how you saying that you would never again be a rag doll for a man when you're a rag doll for all identities since your inception on Love and Hip Hop franchise? Not even being funny. She's not a rag doll for AD. She, she is fucking crazy. I was going to say, she and was I, the problem in that relationship. I mean that. She is always the problem in her relationships. It is not other people. It's always her. It always has been her. She needs to be in fucking therapy. Mm. You, When you can sit up and get mad at a man for wanting to be active and present and accounted for in his child's life because it cuts into your time to try to be his girlfriend, I don't know what the fuck to tell you, sis. Scrap did what he had to do. He did what the fuck he had to do. And Scrap looked really good in that suit. Not he he didn't look good, but that was a nice ass suit he had on. <laughs> that I he the suit was nice. He's still ugly. Yes, and his very... skin still looked like somebody been um drawn on it. Mm. But he did he looked nice. He kept his shit together. He handled his business. And Stevie is a fucking liar. 
and scrap one with the shit. See, Stevie used to treat women like shit, but them niggas don't be going for it. And Scrap a real street nigga, so he wanted to lay hands and feet on Stevie for real. Mm-hmm. Imagine getting beat the fuck up by your own nephew. Because <laughs> you a bozo and a coward. <laughs> Stevie J, goddamn. You can't do shit right, Stevie. Goddamn. But, I mean, you Stevie J, so what you expect? Um, That was pretty much it. Honestly, I ain't really care about nothing else. Wasn't nothing else to really care about. And with that said, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to be back after the jump to really get into bullshit. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, coworkers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, y'all, we're back from break. It's time for Basketball Wives, Season 8, Episode 7. And I'm going to be real transparent on this. I am so tired of this CC, OG, Kristen stuff. To the point where it's making me not want to watch the show, even though I know it's other stuff coming up. I'm that tired of hearing about it. So. It's draining. It's not even draining. It's annoying. Like enough is enough. Y'all have been going back and forth about this shit for two seasons. Mm-hmm. And have made no progress. It's only getting worse because now Tom is over there acting stupid. But anyway, the episode starts off. Jen and Evelyn finish squashing their beef. But that doesn't look like it's going to last. Which, I mean, it's Jen. So. I'm not surprised because Jen don't know how to do nothing but be messy, which mm-hmm. we evident as evidenced in in this episode. Um, you know they eating breakfast and kumbaya and all this other shit. Cece is not even there, but somehow they keep dragging her name into shit. And OG brings up some shit with Malaysia. She alleges that Byron and Cece basically are telling her stuff so that she can tell, you know, or say it repeated, whatever the case may be. And I'm just like, that doesn't even make sense. Cause that doesn't even, that doesn't even sound like Byron's MO. Like, I'm not sure how old Byron is, but we, Cece is almost 50 years old, about to get married for the first time to a clearly a black man that worships the ground that she walks on. I am so confused as to why y'all think, that they are plotting together or CC is plotting separately to destroy the family. What does she gain from that? She already got Byron wrapped around her finger. She don't need to destroy you. You just a miserable idiotic ass bitch. <laughs> you look like you in a loveless marriage. Cause I have not seen kisses that dry in quite some time. 
you and Thomas don't look like y'all have any passion. You begging for another baby. It don't even look like he want to be fucking you, to be quite honest. But that's not my business. That's just speculation. Um, and I would like OG to re- start producing some receipts. Because like Candace said in the pregame, you move real differently when Cece is not around versus when she is. Absolutely. Your story has changed multiple times. When Cece was around, you said that her and Byron told you together, Mm. just in having conversation, getting to know each other better, that that wasn't Byron's biological child. You get around the girls without Cece there, and you say that Cece leaned over and whispered to you. First of all, why would Cece have to lean over and whisper to you when it's just the four of y'all having dinner? Mm. That I don't know why such and such is so and so, but that's not even his real biological son. Where was the conversation at for that to be the topic of discussion in that manner? While Byron went to the bathroom. Right. But even still, because you being you let you tell it, Byron came back and you asked him directly to his face about it. And he was like, yeah. And so, again, you're not you're not making this any better for yourself trying to say that they are the puppet masters and you are taking advantage of because they're not moving any kind of weird way. They are operating in the open. If CC said Byron is like, yes, that's what happened. Byron said CC like, yes, that's what happened. They got way too much shit to be worried about to be trying to lie about stupid shit that really don't, <laughs> don't mean shit. The only one moving weird is, CC, is um, OG. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that's because because Candace made a good point earlier because OG is hella aggressive. And at first I was like, well, maybe she's aggressive because she don't have anything to do with that energy now that she's not playing football anymore. And that might be true to a degree. But at the same time, you don't have no cooth and you never did, even when you played football. Yeah, you just you just a miserable bitch. And. Like a, And we keep saying it. We say it on Twitter. We've said it on the show. This is why we don't... I Well, I don't. I don't know how everybody else feels. But this is why I don't feel like Cece is necessarily cut out for the show. Because she's she her intentions are too good. Like, she doesn't believe that somebody would befriend her for the sole purpose of getting information to use against somebody she's been arguing with since their inception on the show. Mm-hmm. She really felt yeah. that that OG was trying to be her friend. But if you remember last season, Cece and OG were not close at all. Nope. Nah, I'm now in agreement sudden, with you, friend. Now all of a sudden, OG <clears throat> wants to be best friends and do couples dinner. And the first time she gets some information, which, again, what Byron and Cece told OG and Kwame to, is not a big deal because they were saying it in a, well, getting to know you better, getting to build a friendship with you guys as a couple Yes, Byron, I mean, Thomas is not my biological son, but I've raised him since he was a little kid, a toddler, and he's always going to be my son. Nothing going to change that. But you took that and you used it as leverage against Kristen, which how the fuck does that hurt Kristen? She's not the one that's adopted. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like the more I see OG, the more I'm kind of like, uh, you kind of trash, bitch. And whatever you get from this point going forward, you deserve because... We say this a lot of times, like even on social media or whatever, if your first go-to as an insult is something about somebody's sexuality, somebody's race, 
somebody being a woman or something like being adopted or having a having issues having kids or them being single that's who you are because that's not my first go-to when i want to insult somebody it's i'm gonna talk you, about how fucking stupid you are and if you ugly but that's because you have the range friend and og doesn't she just is a goofy motherfucker mm-hmm. and you have yeah. carried on to the point where well not only just you Kristen as well Y'all have carried on to the point where now Thomas has an issue with Cece where there should be no issue. Cece ain't done shit to you, Thomas. And she ain't done shit to Kristen. But everybody lets Kristen get away with acting the way that she does, doing the things that she does, speaking to people the way that she speaks to them. And now the shit blowing up in her face. Because now she was looking crazy when Thomas was like, well, I don't fuck with Cece. Now Kristen is like, oh shit, what have I done? Because mm. you just knew that once shit got on accord, one accord with people believing that Chris, I mean that CC is the the brains behind the shit. You just knew everything was gonna fall into place, and now Tom is telling you, I don't want to go to the wedding. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck are you even doing? You don't give no fucks to the damage that you're doing to your family. Like you that dedicated to trying to secure a spot on this show? I'm I'm confused. And while OG is a bozo, she did have a point when she said that Kristen was talking shit about me way before all of this went on. And they first encounter almost. It may have been the first time that they yeah, it was met. their first yeah the yeah, first time they met at that yeah. rooftop party or whatever that shit was. You was talking you was talking shit to OG then. And Joe OG had your number, and you've been upset ever since. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you know OG don't know how to hold it together for a long period of time. As you, I mean, like you can tell with OG that I don't know if this is her natural mode. I feel like she's putting on because she's trying to prove that she's tough, but she don't have to secure it. her spot on the show. I don't even think it's that. I think she just because if anything, she probably has the best position to do so. If she can never get Kwame's old Rafiki looking ass to marry her, mm. but I I just don't I I don't understand what Kristen is doing, and now OG don't have the energy. She can't sustain a grudge without. Now she believe in her own hype and she out of control, threatening to choke people out and or what she said, kill them with their bare hands. Like, girl, you on TV. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Anyway, so the shit with Phoebe, Phoebe's like, oh, I got a surprise. You know, I'm going to show everybody a video, which. Mm. But before that happens, Jen pulls OG aside and tells her now, like Chris, uh, Chris, like Candace said earlier, or maybe that was in the pregame. Jen, who just got out of shit earlier this episode with Evelyn and with Shawnee to a degree, not with Malaysia because Malaysia's not for the fuck shit. She like that's a snake bitch, and I don't. How does the song go? <laughs> a snake don't swing with monkey. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. do that. Don't do that. 
but you just got out of some shit only for you to turn around and start some more shit. She pulls OG aside. She tells her, oh, you know, Phoebe's been talking shit about you. And she got this verse and a video that's on social media. That's about you. So I just wanted you to be prepared. I didn't want you to be blindsided if we go in there and then the video is about you. And like I said, because OG is doing three much and being mad, mad aggressive, she goes right in there and confronts Phoebe. And so I was not wholly expecting Phoebe to be a coward. Like all of that shit that they talk about, oh, I'm from New York, whatever borough I'm from. And, you know, where I'm from, bitches do this and bitches do that, this, that and the other. But then when the shit was brought directly to your door, you clammed up. You was a whole fucking coward. Mm half-ass admit oh yeah i said the shit but it's not about you and then vh1 rolling the beautiful bean footage multiple times of you admitting on camera that the shit was you was basically talking about og and girls like her you're not gonna sit up here and convince nobody that the the inspiration for that verse was not og when you was talking that shit about her and and when they asked who you was talking about that was who you brought up why you ain't say it with your chest? Yeah, I said the shit. I feel like your shit was fake. And Evelyn said, well, you didn't even need to bring Evelyn into it, even though they did in the in the bean footage. You a whole ass little coward, Phoebe. I was not expecting that. Not at all. But then, like I said, OG was doing the most, sitting there threatening to kill the girl. But <laughs> correct me if I'm or y'all let me know how y'all feel about the situation, because I'm sorry if a motherfucker says that they would they would kill me with their bare hands if they could. I feel like that's a direct threat on my, on my life and my fight or flight is going to activate. The the reaction was very fair. Like when everybody like was like, er? like somebody bumped DJ boo, very fair. It wasn't that deep. Not like I'm not being Phoebe is a coward. Yes. But somebody calling you out for wearing fake Louis Vuitton when you are indeed wearing fake Louis Vuitton is not that deep. Yeah. You're wearing fake Louis Vuitton, sweetheart. And you a bozo for that because you don't have to perpetrate it at all. You can just go wear what you can afford. Mm hmm. But you running amongst this group of girls, you always talking that how many shit about you this and you that. Yeah, bitch, we're going to laugh at you for wearing fake Louis Vuitton. Absolutely. Proudly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have... laugh at a nigga for wearing, for wearing Mexican Jordans. Absolutely am. Mm. I'm going to laugh at you for that because you can just buy shit that's in your price point. Wearing a Louis Vuitton shirt that can't nobody locate on Louis Vuitton's website is fucking tragic, bitch. And on national TV at that. Mm. I have to... a fucking fool. Yeah, I have to echo um, Brooke's sentiment when she was on here. She said, like, OG is just not that girl, but she tries to be that girl and fails miserably. She tries so hard. Mm-hmm. And fails and falls so so far. And fails even harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know what? Maybe she's used to falling because her face definitely looks like a scraped knee. But anyway... Um, Phoebe, sweet, mm, Phoebe, 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 I don't exactly know who let you out of that same 
bozo ass school that Akbar V came from, baby, music is not for you. That mm. was a terrible fucking song. You have no Ooh. talent whatsoever. You can't even look cute in the video. You looked a fucking idiot in that entire video. And when Jackie was shading her like, baby, you got to move around. You can't do the whole video in the same two positions on top of the car, baby. That's not how this <laughs> works. And I could not disagree. I don't even fuck with Jackie Christie on any mm. level. But I could not disagree. Imagine your shit being so trash that Jack and Christie got a point about you. Valid critiques. Mm. Everybody like, okay, okay, we bopping, we bop. No, no, no. <laughs> we are in fact not bopping. We're you not... are flopping, Phoebe, is what you are doing. Yes, yes. Phoebe the flop. Mm. Call that bitch Magikarp. All, all right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That was rude. <laughs> but not untrue. It's what you deserve, little elf face bitch. Like, you can't <laughs> fucking rap. Get the fuck out of my face. You have no purpose on this show. I'm tired. Mm. Like, Evelyn needed an ally, I guess. So she somehow she worked some strings to get you on here. You don't need to be here. I would rather continue to deal with Cece having the world on her shoulders than have you on. What? Why are you here? She has no purpose to the show. No purpose, no talent, nothing funny to say, nothing insightful to say. Get. Gone. Yep, that was pretty much it. You know, like I said, Thomas is... I don't know what Thomas is doing, to be quite honest. I honestly feel like Chris Being, a, being yeah. a cook? Yeah. It's sounding the fuck dumb while doing it. You know what? Listen, yes. Yes. I'm not going to be I'm going to be completely honest. If you start kicking up shit with my parent, you and I will have a fucking problem. If you have a problem with my parent, you come and talk to me. And if I feel like what you're saying is valid, I will move forward and have a conversation with my parent. You do not go get the kick up shit about my father with your little group of hen ass bitches <clears throat> and then expect me to be okay with you. Mm -hmm. Thomas is a different kind of fucking fool because his dad has literally done nothing wrong for Kristen to have behaved in the manner in which she did. And she knows she's wrong because she told Malaysia, I really need to apologize to Byron. Apologies can be avoided by thinking about your fucking actions and behavior and the that shit that part. you let come out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. That shit had no business being on national TV. You took it there for a check and a storyline. And now you have to see it through or your ass is going to get the boot. Mm -hmm. Hell, you got to see it through so that you don't so you're not revealed as the coward, manipulative liar that you are. You yeah, because you see it through. you because mm -hmm. you have created so much drama for no reason. You completely sold out on Cece when y'all got on the show. Yep. Then you had the nerve to drag your husband and his sister into it. Then that that snowballed into you talking shit about your father-in-law on national TV. 
you a fucking idiot. And Thomas is an idiot for going with the idiotic bullshit. Yep. Yep. Because to be honest, Thomas should have given you the Michael Vick treatment. He should have shut that shit down after a smooth four oh, yeah. episodes. Oh, man, yeah. I remember football-wise when he was yeah. like, let that alone. Yeah, Leave it was, alone. Cut that. We couldn't it. Cut it. He was cut like, he was, no, no more filming. Get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thomas, that he should have been told, bitch, we don't know what you're doing, but this is not it. You're not about to sully the name of this entire family for a storyline on here. Because mm-hmm. whatever, you're, not a, you're not about to play with my dad. Period. Period. You right. know the man that raised you. This is my biggest, this is my super big problem with Thomas. Because, bitch, if you wanted a storyline that bad, Kristen, Thomas should have gave you one. Because he should have he walked right out on your ass. Mm. You not about to sully my dad's name. You not about to make him seem like he's less than a dad and less than a granddad because he's not going along with your bullshit mm-hmm. with his soon-to-be wife. And nobody has yet to say that they had a a problem with CC prior to when this show started filming. Yep. Not a mm-hmm. single soul. His fucking daughter was working for CC. So how tell bad me how could she the not, blood have been? Listen, tell me how she not family oriented when she given the family an opportunity to get a coin. Because mm-hmm. most of us probably would not even give our family members a job recommendation <laughs> let alone hiring them and paying them Listen. I would not point some of my family in the direction of a good job let alone write a recommendation for them to get the well, job let me tell you, so I wouldn't if I see a some good of job <laughs> I'm going to call some of my friends first like you know so and so hiring child get okay. on it Listen. let me know if you need a reference Listen. I would not recommend some of my family to the goodwill, let alone a good job. Fuck y'all. Mm. <laughs> Fuck you. Correct. And the other thing that stood out to me before we move on is Kristen told uh what's his name? Thomas. Thomas the Cook. Oh no, Or she, something about, you know, thanking Malaysia for going and having the conversation with Byron. She the only one that was going to have... Exactly. Why have you still not pulled up on Byron to squash this shit? Because she know Byron gonna drag her to her mo- the, the her motherfucking tracks for her bozo shit. And no, she want- it's not. It's not that. I disagree. I she knows that if she goes and talks to Thomas, Thomas is logical and no nonsense. If she goes and talks to Thomas, it's gonna get resolved, and she's not gonna have a storyline anymore. You mean Byron? I'm sorry. Yeah, Byron. Sorry. It's fine. Because otherwise, that's your father-in-law. I, 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 I fail to see a reason why you and or Thomas, either separately or together, have not gone to talk to him and get all this situated. I'm confused why Malaysia keep be- doing all this belly aching and she hasn't done the same thing. If you truly care about the family and you want to get this all squashed and situated, why is no one going to the source? Y'all so determined to blame everything on Cece. Meanwhile, all of the tools that you need to get this handled are right there. And you refuse to take the initiative. Not only that. So when Cece was at the bridal shop with her mom and her, I don't know who that person was to her. uh, One, she looked fucking beautiful in that Mm -hmm. dress. Let me say that. Two... I like her mom and I like that they told her, you know, that 
this needs to be straightened out. You don't want to carry this forward into your marriage. <clears throat> and I like the fact that Cece, though she was like, I don't really care. I know that she cares to an extent for the sake of Byron. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie. I see what Cece sees in Byron. To me, he exudes like alpha male, but without being a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Like he like, yeah, we, we gonna all get together, sit down and straighten it out. But what they not gonna do is disrespect you. That's not happening. Yep. And I was like, Ooh, hey, hey, Daddy. <laughs> Listen, hey, yeah. So all of that, and we gonna see. It looks like there's a. We still got a long ride with basketball wives, so we gonna see. Because it's all kinds of arguing, but I'm 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 salivating at the mouth to see what happens between Jackie Christie and uh, Malaysia. Yeah, that got them arguing because you know Malaysia don't be doing nothing <laughs> except when she mm-hmm. threw that table. Mm-hmm. Which I I agree when she said she should have thrown the whole dining set, not because that was a logical or an appropriate response, but just because I live for the mess. But anyway, <laughs> fair enough, friend. Real Housewives of Potomac. So speaking of mess. We are on episode 12 of season 4 Goodwill Haunting So we start off with The case against Michael being dropped Which we knew that happened We remember seeing that in real time Basically they're saying that There wasn't enough evidence Which I'm not surprised by Put a pin in that Friends Yeah please put a pin in that Yes, Because We shall circle around the rag Oh, yes. Ooh. We come around the mountain when she comes. Because, <laughs> listen, nobody get to, if you, in my opinion, between the networks where we watch shows at, nobody gets pettier than Bravo when motherfuckers trying to say they lying. Woo! Mm. Yes, indeed. And that's and that's the pen. Stick it there. That's the one. We'll come back. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the ladies are basically having a field day with this. And they're saying what we all thinking. Charges drop does not equal an exoneration. And it doesn't lessen the comments that you made. Like it's not just about the assault. A matter of and how you ass- you assaulted, quote unquote allegedly, you assaulted a cameraman at somebody else's house during mm. the rainbow party. How disgusting are you? But anyway, yeah. Anyway. Didn't we say that last week that you got to be a nasty motherfucker to do something like that at that type of event? Yep. We're going to get to, oh, oh, man, it was so many lies and it was just so much bullshit. Oh, man. So first and foremost, Ashley, Mm. baby, I have to Mm. refer back to um, a dragon that my good friend Candace gave on, I don't know what episode that was of uh, Ratchet Ramblings and what people be saying on Twitter. You burning all that sage, honey, you the bad energy. Oh, you ain't even had the windows open, dumb bitch. So all the bad energies just running around, bouncing off the goddamn walls, mm. girl. And going she right bounce- back where it came from, which is from been, with you. I was going to say bouncing off of her. And that demon husband you got. Mm. He literally looks like a demon too. Mm-hmm. Then she talking to her mama about some shit about the uh, you know because they doing an interview. It's his first time addressing the shit. 
and she couldn't even muster up no real tears when she was talking to her mama. Like, I, I'm just like, girl, I don't know. You're not convincing me. I don't know who you're convincing, but it ain't me. Herself. Or trying to convince herself. Yeah. So Karen's daughter, Raven, shows up, and she's gorgeous, so shout out to that. Um, yeah. She's invited to rock out with Karen's friend, Macy Gray, which is an interesting. It's always interesting when you see certain... Uh, celebrities and who they're friends with. Yeah. Because I would never have imagined Macy Gray and Karen Huger being friends. A small world after all, I guess. I, uh... But then again, I look at this group. Well, I mean, but she's not really friends with these ladies. So, yeah. I, I stand yeah. by what <laughs> yeah. I said. I, I, and I didn't have a problem with... Well, let me say this before that. I truly sympathize with Karen, what Karen is going through, she has, is still taking the death of her parents really, really hard, and like mm-hmm. you can tell, yeah. um, I typically we would rag on it on people for trying to get in the booth and don't need to be in the booth, um, but I didn't have an issue with Karen's daughter going in and doing that for her mom mm-hmm. because that was something that Karen. It felt like she almost needed that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, to, I didn't have, to have that. that. So I was, you, and then at the end, the shit sounded good. So I was going to say, like, she hey. cleaned it up at the end, so I didn't she really have much to up, say. And and honestly, if she if her daughter had undergone vocal training as a child, she probably would be a cold motherfucker singing. Because mm-hmm. that's what she was doing with no vocal training, just having to sing at her grandma's funeral. And she did all right. I wasn't mad yep. at it. Yep. And Once I'm she got over Karen the nerves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad Karen has that now for herself. Yep, I agree. I agree. Definitely agree. So Giselle messy ass went and got her some popcorn, and then. <laughs> and then <laughs> we see In typical Giselle yeah, fucking fashion. Yeah, yeah. That was my first thought when I saw I was like she getting what's she getting popcorn for and when she made that beeline for that couch and we saw what was on that TV I said girl I know you fucking lied <laughs> <laughs> well, she went and got her some popcorn so we finally get to see the Michael Darby interview and y'all tell me how y'all feel because to me it was just confirmation that y'all lying mm-hmm. and y'all not on one accord because I don't remember exactly what it was but he said something and Ashley's face betrayed that that was the first time she heard that. When he was like, yeah, I did bump into him. Her face was like, um... Yeah, it was a skirt skirt. So I'm like, yeah. so... Like, uh, y'all lying. Wish we knew. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, just, we already knew y'all were lying, but thank you for the compliment. I just wish y'all would acknowledge that y'all are bad at it and stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would like. That's my wish. Yeah, stop playing in our face. Because actually, for as much mess as you be in, for you to be a bad liar, girl. Well, I mean, I don't know how much one has to do with the other. Hell, she be in mess because she don't know how to lie. <laughs> Fair enough, friend. Fair enough. So, she meets with Monique. And she immediately goes into this, these hoes ain't loyal, and I can't believe they're reveling in my misfortune. And I was like, I know you fucking lying to me, Ashley Darby, or whatever the fuck your last name is. I was like, so are you the pot, or are you the kettle? Because... Whistling! We... And I'm surprised that Bravo didn't 
uh, run the beautiful bean footage back, but they probably didn't because they had so much of it. I was about to say. <laughs> because at every juncture, when something goes wrong with Karen, you on her neck. Mm-hmm. And you have been like that for seasons. Mm-hmm. Always yeah. in her stuff. Always dragging her to the forefront when she didn't need to be. There was nothing going on with her. Always challenging every little thing in her life. But now they like, mm, I don't know. We we not sure if we believe this. You sitting here, look, and I'm just like, and what kind of goofy ass bitch? And this is gonna launch us into what I know. Uh, my friend Candace has a rant about. But you a real goofy bitch to sit there and feel some kind of way about these ladies being cautious about believing your husband when the subject is sexual assault. Like it is hella weird to me to expect blind loyalty from your friends when your partner is accused of sexual assault. Mm. Is it just me? That sounds like I would not. I would not expect my friends to be like, "No, nah, we believe we believe him." That especially if y'all don't know my man, if y'all ain't friends with my man, right? I don't need Cause this. That. Is the because <laughs> this is like this season is like the first time that they've like really been interacting, interacting with Michael, right? From what I'm not mistaken, yeah. yeah. So they don't really know him like that. And the first thing that the most the most that they do know about him is he's being accused of sexual assault. And you are wondering why they are cautious. Actually, I know you fucking lying. And the fact that they're not coming flat out and being like, "No, nah, we don't believe him. We he did that shit. Whatever they say he did, he did that shit. Guilty as fuck." Right. They showing you grace that they showing him and by extension you grace that y'all really don't fucking deserve. Right, especially after the way y'all treated Karen and Ray last season. Both of y'all, how y'all treated Ray and Karen. Mm-hmm. Girl, you get my- everything your motherfucking hand called for, and then some. Because guess yep. what? In your, uh, what's it called? In your little tagline, you talking about you ain't on karma's bad side, bitch. I can't motherfucking tell. I know you fucking lying to me, Ashley, whatever the fuck your last name is. I know you lying. Cause karma been up in your face like now what was said, bitch? <laughs> what was it? Is what well, karma saying. <laughs> Everybody was asking the pertinent questions that we asked as well last week. Mm-hmm. Why would this man jeopardize his job to lie on your husband? Why? Why would he? Who who is who is Michael Darby besides a motherfucker who can't keep a restaurant open? Mm. Mm. And not only that, he went to the police. He wanted you arrested and in jail. He didn't just, he didn't want no money from you. Nope. He wanted justice. Because he could have just filed a lawsuit against your ass. He wanted justice. Mm -hmm. Nobody is making these things up out of thin air with your husband, Ashley. He has a history of being sexually suggestive with men on the show making sexually suggestive comments about men on the show. Your husband is a predator. Your husband has a history of sending other men nudes, being on apps like Grindr. That is a married man. I do not care if Michael Darby is bisexual or not. He's married. So even if he was openly bisexual, again, he's doing things that someone in a monogamous relationship has no business doing. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with exploring poly lifestyles. 
but you have said that you and Michael have a monogamous marriage. His behavior does not represent that. Nope. And for you to be calling that man a liar and so on and so forth, you remind me of the people, the women on Twitter who protect abusers. Mm. And the men too. Curtis and I dragged about this on the wind down. If you are not subscribed to the Patreon, I really think you are missing out because there is good shit on the Patreon. Mm -hmm. Good, great content. But you are, you are, well, if that's their experience, well, no, we believe victims. This man did not go this far because he just did not like you or your husband. Nope. Don't nobody got time for shit like that? Not only that, like, who, because she said a comment that really rubbed me the wrong way, like, he was trying to destroy my husband's reputation. First of all, ain't nobody trying to destroy no motherfucking Michael Darby. That's number one. Number two, your husband's reputation on this show, just like amongst... They oh, destroyed a motherfucking self. Your your restaurant closed, bitch. <laughs> Nobody and wanted that Australian fare. It did not stay open long because that restaurant, remember that restaurant literally opened maybe during the first season. Because that was supposed to be her baby, her restaurant. Mm-hmm. So it hadn't, it hadn't been even open long. Nope. I Y'all are not years. good as shit. Y'all not good at being restaurateurs. Y'all are not good at being married. Y'all are not good at being attractive. Y'all are not good. So don't nobody have to exert extra effort to destroy you. Y'all not good at shit. Mm, nope. Not good at... Mm, mm. Mm. Never mind. Let me put this in the group chat. Mm. Never mind, I, fuck you. Y'all not even good at making cute babies. I was if you weren't gonna say it, I was because I don't give a fuck. I was sure for the see. <laughs> okay, because little baby Darby looks like a testicle. I, is that a baby? Cause that motherfucker been here before. And not in a so, good way. Really and truly, it's fuck it's actually it's fuck you and your husband. As a woman, you had a responsibility to take those allegations very fucking serious. You should have called your own husband to task about that. I am not going to be married to a man who is assaulting people, male or female, sexually. I don't want to be married to no grabby, handsy motherfucker who don't know boundaries. Because when we get into it, am I next? Am I the next person you will violate? Mm. Bitch, you got me fucked up. And I... It's fuck you. And the girls have every right to be on your neck the way that they are because you have been on their necks for far less allegations. Baby, you showed your whole mulatto ass when Kent, when Ray was having some tax issues. That ain't even shit to talk about. We got a motherfucking sitting president who has filed for bankruptcy at least seven times. We living in a country where most people are living paycheck to paycheck. Financial issues don't make a lick of a difference to me. But you want everybody to respect your privacy and be supportive of you while your husband has a history of overstepping boundaries with people. 
and being very sexually suggestive and, and touching people. Girl, fuck you. Mm-hmm. All of that, I just agree. Just agree. So during this meeting, in addition to all of that, Monique shows Ashley text messages that she didn't have as much to say about the situation as Candace made it seem. And I was like, Monique is like, well, I'm not about to have another Amistad situation. We're going to nip this right in the bud. <laughs> She's like, I, I have my proof. I'm not Jen from Basketball Wives talking about a cell phone with proof and then can't never provide it. It's all right here, baby. She was like, my cell pro- phone provider stays on and I have the receipts. Yep. So moving forward, Robin hosts a beauty night. And when Juan pulled up, I was like, God damn, Juan is fine. <laughs> like, like, I knew he was fine, but I don't know. It was something hit different. I was like, I see why Robin can't leave him attractive. alone. He is fine. As yeah, I'm no, talking about body, face, face, in the face. Yeah, listen, I was like, why are we, why we always in sync? I was like, damn, he look good. <laughs> and she was, she was looking, she was looking good too. I was like, they an attractive couple if they could really just get their shit together. Yeah, that was, yeah. I will say that uh, maybe Juan is just not a super emotional person or maybe he likes his privacy because in that scene he looked like he wanted to be there like with robin he looked like he was excited to come home and shit and even with the the birthday event as well like he seemed really appreciative and glad to have her and affectionate Um, he was very yeah and affectionate yeah she must have started doing that carly red foot trick she over there listen robin over there spelling coconut (laughs) (laughs) you are doing amazing (laughs) let's call this show coconut yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) oh my god so um katie girl Mm. girl Katie, girl, why mm. you, uh, girl, mm. girl, Katie, girl, Katie, girl. Mm. Katie, that's it, that's the tweet, girl, Katie, Katie, why you always look like you just got off of your shift on the corner, mm. Katie always look like she just got finished selling pussy, Katie's corner, Katie, that wig, that, that wig child. So Candace, let me ask you this: Have we shifted the, the them wigs child she from Candace to? She definitely has uh, Karen Huger beat. Yeah, that's what I often ask. Yeah, Katie looked like the straw man. Mm. Katie looked like that big red Martian monster from Looney Tunes. Oh no! <laughs> Tell me her hair didn't look exactly <laughs> like that thing. <laughs> Because I just got the visual about it. That was the first thing I thought when I saw I was like, look at Cousin It. What are you doing? God damn. Katie, baby. Does she not have friends? Are, like, you, are, I, you, are you not well, baby? They got talk space. I just... If hmm. you need a friend... <laughs> They they have avenue. You don't have to live like this, Katie. My baby, let me tell you something, Katie. Baby, if I could take a half wig, 
and turn it into something. Where are you going wrong, beloved? Because you had two Maybe wigs you... on. Mm. And they both you <laughs> maybe need to venture out of Potomac, honey. Maybe you need to go into Baltimore and find you a beauty supply store. Because, baby, what is going on with these wigs? Why are you looking like that? I cannot believe that this used to be Russell uh, Simmons' mistress. Oof. Why? Where? where um, I could she, tell you with a white man. Because, see, a black man would have pulled you to the side by now and be like, hey, boo. <laughs> let me let me send you to get your hair done. A black is she a black man would have hooked hooked her with his cousin that do hair. Like goddamn, I'm not like, confident. The first I'm one not... of my favorite rappers. You want to know why the bitches love baby? Cause baby don't give a fuck. He playing in your weave while you sucking his dick. He pull it out and he titty fuck. Okay. Mm. Oh, that man, that white man don't love you, Katie. That wig. You know uh, what? Wigs. Let me let it's me all the wigs. Let me stop you right there, friend. I'm gonna have to refute everything that you're saying because Ray Huger let his wife be on the TV looking the way she be looking in them wigs. So I think oh, this is got, just a Katie got, thing. Listen, Ray Huger, nice enough guy, but he got one foot on the banana peel and the other foot <laughs> <Okay. on the laughs> <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Now, we just gonna was, move on. <laughs> no, if ma'am. he was younger, we could like, yeah, but like I, when you Ray only six years younger than her daddy was, like I don't know. No, nah, he Some was only was, two years younger than her daddy. Two, two, yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to make it seem better. I uh, was trying. And he's no, seventeen Ray. years older than her. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, child. Well, I don't know, Katie. You need to give that wig back to Chilligans. You need to get a refund on that. That ain't no damn wig. But Katie talks about going out with Michael, Ashley, and Jacob, which is her boyfriend. And she says that Michael told Jacob that when he calls, he better answer on his private line. And Katie and Jacob felt like Michael was being hella flirtatious with Jacob. And I didn't disagree. Like, Sorry. that was a bit much for somebody that you just fucking met. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, Michael is that weird, aggressive, aggressively friendly, touchy-feely, getting too comfortable, too damn quick person. Like, I could tell that Katie and, and Jacob were both like, who is this old-ass bastard? We need to get the fuck away from him. And honestly, Jacob, I mean, you in danger, girl. So you need to be away from him anyway. I'm surprised. I'm surprised your girl even took him, took you around him. Speaking of danger, I need Giselle to get some dick, okay? Because she moseyed her stupid ass over there with the men and tried to have hand talk, and the men was like, "What? We ain't talk about that bullshit." Which they did, but but yeah there's that girl that ain't your business yeah like guy cold bitch move around child oh yeah katie says i like that birthday idea that was pretty cool yeah sorry yeah um let's see what the hell 
I was about to say, why y'all ain't at work? But today's Sunday. Never mind. <laughs> 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 or at school or something. Y'all shut up. I'm trying to do my show. Um, so, yeah, speaking of birthdays, so Juan has his 40th birthday celebration at a haunted house. Apparently, like that's like his jam. Uh, so Giselle shows up and Michael and Ashley... Candace and Chris showed up and all of that shit was awkward because everybody is looking at Michael like mm, mm. I don't know Tommy Pickles you mm, sound like you touching pickles out here and we don't we don't rock with that shit Curtis. and I can't be upset like I would feel creeped out around him too and from what mm. okay so y'all please 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 tell me how you feel because in watching michael it looked like the only reason he went to that was so that he could see one yeah and i know that it was one's birthday but the way that he talks about one and talks yeah. to one and this ain't the first time like and i believe not, yeah yeah i believe it's one who i don't who he made that comment about they just hadn't got to it yet or maybe they'll get to it on the reunion but i firmly believe it's one and I think it, I kind of agree that it might be one. And that's more reason why Robin refuses to say. Yeah. Because she, yeah. cause she knows that Juan is not going to take it well. Because it looked like Juan was going out of his way to be extra nice to Michael. And be like, man, I'm so glad you're here. It's so good to see you. Like, you know, he was really hamming it up. Not to say that he don't genuinely, you know, have some kind of appreciation for Michael. But... You could tell he was going above and beyond because of everything that has been going on with Michael as far as his allegations, charges, and the like. But Michael just, he just gives me creep. Like, every time. And it's like, and it's only with men. He is not like that with other women. He's not even like that with his wife. But when he get around some men, let me, when he get around some attractive men, baby, the hoe jumps out. Mm-hmm. Okay, he be trying to have him him a, a, a icy hot summer. Mm. <laughs> that was okay. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Whatever. Um, I mean, he he deserves so fucking honestly and truly. So, but yeah, like I said, they still won't tell us. So Ashley goes to talk to Giselle and the ladies. She's still on the Michael defense tour. As she starts trying to charge Giselle up specifically, like everybody wasn't talking shit. And they all came in like, girl, we was all talking shit because what the fuck? (laughs) Right. And you know good and well, if the shoe was on the other foot, you would have been doing the same thing like you did when the shit with raised tax issues came out. Mm -hmm. Like Ashley's really pissing me off with this whole I would never do that to y'all I don't revel in the negativity that goes on in y'all's life girl we've been watching you do that for season upon season that's your role on this show is to thrive in the negativity relentlessly no compassion no empathy no sympathy no nothing you have been a whole bitch for multiple seasons. You did it with Monique. You've done it with Karen. You've done it with Robin. The only one you haven't done it with yet is Giselle. You didn't get a chance to do it with Candace because Candace been on your neck, bitch. You are not somebody who should ever let the words compassion and empathy come out of your mouth because you have never given it on this show. Nope. You ever. don't know her. Nope. Do Absolutely not know her. Not. 
And this Ashley is my thing. Darby with the mommy issues and the husband issues and the daddy issues is a complete bitch. Yeah. And this is my thing. You to up until this point, you've reveled in the fact that you've been a bitch. So what's the difference now, beloved? The difference because is in- it's me. Mm-hmm. Everybody love mess to the day in the mess. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that hits on so many levels. For you got y'all, y'all got to pay attention to these multi-layered uh, gems, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, because everybody loves mess. Everybody loves being in the hen house, cut, clucking and cackling until you are the one that's at the center of the bullshit and the mess. And then you want compassion and then you want opportunity and space for growth. And then you want people to respect your privacy. And then you want people to find other things to talk about and keep, uh, keep it moving and talk about other things. No, Mm. when you wrong, you motherfucking wrong. And Ashley, you have been wrong for many, many seasons now while having all of these fucking skeletons in your closet. Suffer, bitch. That part. Agreed. I just agree. I just agree. Giselle, when she flew out her ass, so Michael not gay. I was like, girl, <laughs> keep your foot on her neck. Now, you yeah. a bozo in your own right, but they didn't present none of your bozery this episode. But I'm a proponent of you keeping your foot on can I'm not kidding, on uh, Ashley and Michael's neck. Yeah, I'm a proponent of everybody keeping a foot on their neck because it's what they deserve. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what else took me out. When Juan and uh, Michael were talking, Chris's face, Candace's <laughs> Chris, he was looking like, what the fuck is this motherfucker talking about? Because Michael, he don't know how not to be weird. It's just right. like, and I get it. Juan is fine as fuck. And I... Until I'm gonna say until we are pro- proven otherwise, it, even if Michael didn't make the comment about one, it's clear that he want to suck one dick. Let me say it that way. He may have been talking about somebody else. I don't know who else because everybody else's husband. But even let's just say, for the sake of argument, he didn't say it about about one. Everything in his tone and his actions and his body language says that he would let Juan beat it the fuck up. And that's the honest truth. But we shall see. But the the highlight of the episode. Now, we're taking the pin out of what we told y'all to put a pin in at the beginning of this conversation. The highlight of the episode was the unseen production footage from Monique's house during the rainbow party mm-hmm. that not only gave us some tea, it also proved that Ashley is a fucking liar mm. because Ashley said that she was there. She was right there. There was no way he could have said that without her hearing it. And she would have handled it at that. Isn't that what she said? Yep. So then in the footage, we see Michael, walking around we don't see michael we you know the the camera's just kind of pointed at i don't know the wall or whatever and we hear michael say hey what's up or something of that nature and we hear another man say please don't do that please don't do that ashley was nowhere to be found while that happened because then they show they continue with the footage and we see Michael walk up to Ashley like, hey, babe, what's up? 
and the production guys in the background still going off. Going off. Like going off. That would listen. I don't care what is said. I don't care how much Michael tries to dress it up and how much Ashley supports it. That was something far more than just bumping into somebody as you walk by. Yep. You ain't just because he did not initially he did not bump into that guy. He literally stopped. He greeted something. him. Yeah, he stopped, greeted him, did something, and then the production guy starts going off. You were not walking with that's slide number one. You were not walking by and accidentally bumped him. And when Michael and Ashley basically said Bravo was trying to make it more than what it was, and Bravo was like, uh 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 Listen. Cause then y'all lied talking about didn't they what they were talking about, oh it happened in the basement. Don't you got cameras in the basement? They were right there outside in front of everybody when this happened. They were not near nobody's basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some Bravo said play with somebody else. Don't play with us. Don't play with us. While we cutting you a check, you think you're gonna make us look bad? No, baby, that ain't how this works. You you're signed gonna... up for us to do whatever the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. You're not finna bite the hand that motherfucking feeds you, bitch. Nope. That's what that's what Bravo said. But you're gonna get this slap. Mm. And did. And, and did. I loved it. And I too loved it. So I can't wait to see how they gonna uh combat this at the I'm a, I'm assuming we're not gonna get anything from this until the reunion. Probably not. Because they actually was... been talking real spicy on social media. Like, I can't wait to bring it at the reunion. Well, I mean, one, you really can't bring nothing. But, I mean, if you're going to try, I would like to see you. Yeah, I want to see. What is your defense? What is your argument against this? Because it clearly sounds like he did something to somebody that they absolutely did not want him to do. Mm-hmm. And it was enough. Like I said, that man, was he, he let it be known, don't do that. And then later was going to fuck off. Wow, you sitting here acting I don't know what happened. I don't know why he would do this. Like, but y'all all acting like y'all didn't y'all weren't witnesses. Now the rest of them, I don't know if they were all still there when the cameraman started. Because it looked like some time had passed from the initial incident and when he started laying into Michael for real, for real. Because yes. it got it had gotten dark by the time they showed the second part. I don't know, y'all. I don't know why they keep fucking lying to us. Just lied talking about he didn't make the dick sucking comment. Bravo was like, mm-mm-mm. Ah, ah. <laughs> you did that. Oh, I just walked past. To t- it was too... Because this was his exact story. Because I committed the shit to memory. Because I was like, oh, they're going to eventually roll that footage. He said he walked in between two of the, ca- two of the production guys or the camera guys. He bumped one, said, excuse me was walking off, and then the guy like started going off. That does not appear to be what happened. And it did not happen in Monique's basement. Nope. So you've been caught in multiple lies. And again, that's why I say your wife is some truly, uh, some truly mixed trash because she's defending you when she knows that you're lying. Mm-hmm. And that you are sexually assaulting people. Mm-hmm. Well, we shall see. It's episode 12, so we shouldn't have too much farther to go. 
or maybe we do. I'm trying to remember. I think they go up to 18. Up. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a marathon, not a sprint, apparently. Mm. But anyway, I think that wraps up this episode of Ratchet Ramblings. So you guys, please check out all of the things that we have going on. We are putting together a live show tentatively to be on February 29th, 2020. We're not sure about the location just yet because these venues keep playing in our faces. But in the meantime, in between time, before tickets go on sale and all of that, if you want to support the network, we have a shit ton of bonus content on the Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash flawless noises, you can get you a piece of all of that. My friends tell them other ways that they can support the network. Purchase some merch. We have new shirts. So we have new shirts up. So you can get a ratchet. You can get ratchet ramblings tees. We added humble, humble thy thumbs, please. Which I love personally. Uh and we have a new shirt from um the weekly wind down. Like I said, you really missing out. Go listen to like the first two, two to three episodes, and you will understand where Circle of Strife comes from. Uh, and that's what I wanted to say after seeing the live action Lion King that sad ass lion on the circle of stripe shirt is fucking hilarious because that's exactly what a sad lion looks like because when them lions was looking sad in live action Lion King I was screaming okay very accurate representation circle of stripe is funny uh, copyright is pending don't try to steal none of our shit <laughs> don't do us don't do us um let be no so, listen play but don't play with us play with other people play with your kids play with your grandma don't play with us about our shit do not steal our intellectual property um but you could purchase some merchandise don't forget to leave ratings and reviews so that you can be automatically entered for a t-shirt giveaway we are give we'll, we're giving away three t-shirts each of us will pick the t-shirt that we want you to have but we got good taste so don't even worry about it um so leave us some reviews and subscribe to the patreon if you don't want to be held to it monthly you can make a one-time donation to the uh, network that will go a long way in helping us with this live show um, and some other things that we have in the work because we really gonna turn up on y'all asses after this live show. Mm. We we really are going to handle some big business, but we feel like Ratchet Rambling is two years old. Gay side, how long? How old is Gay side? Three. Uh, going on three. Going on three. Um, Mama Meets World and Not So Newlyweds is hitting a year. Crown and Collards is what in year four. Yeah. Or listen, we we are becoming established really quickly. So get with the winning team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just agree. I think that's it. So we'll see y'all next week. Mm-hmm.